When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Big sales! Well, it's finally here. No more BS. No more pontificating. And for some of you out there, because I know not everybody has the education Big Sills has. Um, that means thinking. Um, it's here, man. All the BS, all the guesswork, we're going to find out. We're going to go play 60. Let's go play 60. You bet, baby. Detroit KC on Thursday, Eagles and Patriots on Sunday. Hey, before we start here, I do want to kick it off by doing this. Let me say something to you, man. I have never in my life, covering college football, being a top 25 voter, I have never in my life seen the college football game with so many great young quarterbacks. It's a damn shame the Pac-12's going away. Shador Sanders, I'm going to make this point to you. You're trying to tell me you think Caleb Williams is that much better than that kid? I'm not buying that. I don't think that kid at Southern Cal is that much better than that kid. And Travis Hunter... He's the best player in the country. He's the best player in the country. I've never seen anything like what I saw in that Colorado TCU game with one guy going 140 plays like that. I've never seen anything like it. He was the best player on the field offensively and defensively who's the most elite guy I've seen. Unbelievable football. That kid could be the first player taken in the draft. 
He's a West Palm kid. I see what all the hype is about him. He was unbelievable. Shador Sanders was ungodly. He had a couple drops in the game. His first power five game, he throws for over 500 yards. Shit, the kid from Duke last night taking apart Clemson. I mean, DJ who left Clemson and now at Oregon State, he threw for five touchdowns or counted for five. Man. The kid panics at Washington. There were a lot. FSU's got a superstar. By the way, Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's the most overrated college football coach in the country. And he's at LSU and you fired Ed Ogeron for that? Good luck to you. All right. I want to say this to all Philadelphia Eagle fans. And I'm going to do this as gently as I possibly can. If you tune on any of the radio shows in that respected market, this is what you got today. Hey, the New England Patriots, O-line's banged up. The right tackles on IR, you know, the guards and everybody are hurt. And I'm like this, don't buy into that. The fastest way to get your ass kicked is to have higher emotions going into the game and less respect for your opponent. Who gives a shit who New England lines up against you? Go play your game. Don't buy into that Belichick stuff. It sounds like Lou Holtz. Hey, I don't know how we're going to beat Miami. Yeah, Miami got all these superstar players. They're the best on the planet. We're banged up going in. Dumbest thing you can do. Dumbest thing you can do is listen to that bullshit. Well, they're all lying, you know, is a little... Who cares? Prepare against the Patriots. Because remember something. They got better coaches than you. Bill O'Brien actually owns a national title ring and a Super Bowl ring as a coordinator. Belichick has eight Super Bowl rings. I wouldn't walk into that game leaving anything uncovered. And I'll also say this to you. You lost the Super Bowl because you got your asses out coached. So I wouldn't be going into a New England game saying this. Well, their old lines banged up. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me. Take care of yourself. Okay? Take care of yourself. Don't worry about the shit that's going on in New England. Whoever they line up on Sunday against you, go play your best ability. Start reading your press clippings. Start hearing how great you are. I think you're going to have a little bit more of a struggle, and I do believe that's a fourth-quarter football game. I don't give a shit what people say. You do not have the better coaching and special teams in that game. You have the better roster, yes. But they have better coaches, better special teams, and their defense might be better than yours. They were top 10. I think they were ninth, and they didn't lose anybody. They actually added Christian Gonzalez. I think their corners, they may not be as big as the Eagle corners. You really believe that you think you have better corners going into that game? We're going to find out again. No, Callie Green, I'm going to 
here on a Tuesday, Kelly Green just asked me, Seals, do you think we're losing? Let me get into that here in a minute. I'm going to get into this here in a minute. Eagles named nine captains. Hertz, Slay, Jake Elliott, Devontae, AJ, Randy Graham, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox. I guess it's cool. I like one dude. And, 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 and I'll make this point to you. Probably the whole team did that. You want to know the difference between the Eagles and other teams? I think it's cool. How about Jonathan Gannon coming out and naming Kyler Murray a captain? Since when do the coaches or a head coach have to name a player a captain? You usually leave that up to the 53 dudes in the room to vote for that guy. Not having to have your dad put the C on your shirt because you don't deserve it. You, you want to have it like the Eagles. We have so many leaders in our locker room. We have so many leaders in our locker room, I can't just pick one. So the team picks these guys. That's great. Okay? That's great. In Arizona, Kyler Murray's dad picked him, and he's hurt. Talk about a turd move. Man, here, let me name my guy who's not even playing the captain of the team or one of the captains because he knows everybody in the locker room has no respect for him. You, you, you can't build respect for another man. That man has to earn respect with everyone in the locker room. You earn it. You're not given that. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, they've never been given anything. Kyler Murray's been given the title of captain. They're just laying some of the difference between organizations. Got to have your dad pick you. And in a winning locker room like Philly, you got everybody in the room. No, it's Kelsey. No, it's Graham. No, it's Fletcher. No, it's Jalen. Mr. House Hunter, Mr. I wasn't ready for the Super Bowl. That guy's a Judas. I, Benedict Arnold, Judas, any one of those names you can use for Jonathan Gannon if I'm an Eagle fan. That guy's a Judas. That guy right there, again, Benedict Arnold, man. That's not something I want representing my organization. It's appropriate, too. He's on the shittiest team in the league. All right. So my takeaways early, Callie Green asked me, do I think the Philadelphia Eagles win this game? And obviously, as we go through the rest of the week, I'll give you more of my take as we get to Friday. But right now, why shouldn't you? You're coming off a... Super Bowl appearance, you have the better offense, you have the better quarterback. I think your defense is overrated. Or, no, I don't think it's overrated. I think it's overhyped. You haven't done anything. 
at least the guys in New England are bringing the same people back. And they finished ninth or eighth, whatever the ranking was. You you lost five, five starters out of 11. Well, Carter's going to be good and Dean's going to be. That sounds great when we're talking about Disney films and fantasy and maybes and fortune telling. You got a better chance of hitting Powerball than predicting what an NFL career is going to look like. You understand this, right? The Kobe Dean's going to be a star. Okay. We'll see. 34 snaps. And you're asking him with the green dot in there against Bill Belichick. And I'll say it one more time to you. You don't think that Jalen Rager signing to the practice squad has anything to do with the fact that Jalen Rager was on that football team until what? The first game of the year last year? You don't think he's got a playbook or understands the philosophy? They're not going to do much different this year than they did a year ago. Maybe more screens. You don't think Rager knows? You don't think Rager was around Brian Johnson? The particulars? You know, well, Patricia's on the other side. True. Well, Belichick had to go get him a stooge for the Eagles. This is gamesmanship this guy plays. Okay? Jalen Rager is a spy. And he's making the Eagle guys go. You know what the Eagle guys have to do in the offense now? What could Rager know? That would be detrimental in the preparation of this football game coming up on Sunday. Common sense, you would ask that. Jalen, come in here for the uh, defensive meetings if you can. And Bill's going to sit down along with Bill O'Brien. And they're all going to sit there and they're going to talk about philosophies. Because what have we been told this offseason? Eagles really aren't going to do much different schematically, defensively, and offensively going into this game. Do you know what the Eagles now have become? And do you know why this is going to be an interesting year for Philly? You become predictable on what you do. And I'm going to get to this here in a minute. Again, Callie Green asked the question, Sills, do you think we lose? No. I'll bury the lead. No. But what you don't want to do is make it a fourth quarter football game. I'll explain here in a second on that. Again, you don't want this to get into the fourth because special teams and coaching will play a factor. Like I said this before to people, you don't have to be a great coach in college football. You've got to be a great coach in the NFL, okay? You have to coach mistakes that you make in the draft. When you're at Alabama or Georgia, you just put the next guy in. Ask Jalen. You don't have to sit around and wait. Do it, get in there. You don't have to coach those guys. Okay, once you start paying them, you got to play them and you got to coach them. Okay, Belichick can't stop mobile quarterbacks. Have you seen Bill Belichick's record versus rookie quarterbacks and young quarterbacks and younger quarterbacks? I'm going to say this to you, too. I'm sorry. I disagree with people. Nick Sirianni's a cheerleader to me. I agree with Angelo. 
He's the most interchangeable guy on that entire Eagle organization. Ask Andy Reid, ask Doug Peterson, ask Chip Kelly, ask any one of those guys. It, it, it's about Howie. He picks the coaches. Nick tells you that himself. So, again, fourth quarter football game. Now, I'll say this to you. If the Eagles pop out on them and they jump out on them 21-7 and you're at halftime 21-7, that's going to be a pretty tough climb for them to get out of. That that will be because I don't think they have the offensive personnel. But what I do think they have is they got better running backs than you. The The guy you're hoping... DeAndre Swift is, is Stevenson. You hope he's that guy. 60 catches, 1,000 yards, five a carry. That's what you're hoping for, isn't it? Well, there the guy is. And you add Zeke. Zeke may not be Zeke of four years ago. I'll take him over Rashad Penny any damn day. You know why? At least that guy plays. At least he plays. I heard somebody earlier on our network say that Rashad Penny could get you 500 yards. Has he ever in six years done that? Maybe once? You understand he averages 57 carries a year. I pointed that out last week. And all of a sudden, magically, in Philly, he's going to put up 210 carries. Where would you come up with that? He's never had that in his in his entire Five-year NFL career. Dude, listen to myself. I'm not saying anything that's not true. What have I said? This is not opinion shit here. You actually think DeAndre Swift is better than Stevenson. When in his career has he done anything that kid has done? When? Show me. Don't tell me. Show me. Show me. You blow these guys up to make these guys seem better than what they are. And we don't do that here. You don't have one back in your backfield right now that has done the stuff that that kid Stevenson has done. For that matter... Zeke, I don't think Zeke's the same player. Here's your advantages. Quarterback, O-line, wideouts. You think you have an advantage in defensive line? Do you think you have the advantage on D-line? Funny. The Patriots were better against the run than you last year. Funny. You think you're better. Well, they also got some double-digit sack guys. Kid Judon can play. The other kid on the other side, the D-tackle with seven and a half sacks. Oh, you you have a DT in Philly right now with seven and a half sacks coming off an NFL season? Do you? That'd be no. That'd be no. Tell me who you are, not what you think they're going to be. Remember something about potential. That means you haven't done it yet. Potential, Dean. Potential, Brown. 
Potential Carter. Potential Smith. All potential. It's good. I think they're athletic. Fletcher Cox had six and a half. Now let's do something that the Eagles have struggled on for the last, I don't know, let me see. Two years going on three now that I've covered you guys. Let me ask you a question here. Cox didn't have, have seven and a half sacks last year. Um, Who's your closer? Pat's O-line is what? I don't know. Eagles DTs or what? You don't know either. Um, let me throw this at you here. Who's your closer? Who's your closer on your team? Who do you close? Like, you know when Emmett Smith used to close out Eagles, back then Redskins, Giants, Niners. Jalen Hurts is your closer. Really? Then how come last year you couldn't close teams out and you always allowed teams to come back on you and you couldn't close teams out? Who's your closer? In 17, you had closers. Wasn't that a problem in the Super Bowl? You didn't have a closer. Couple three and outs cost you and some bad special teams. Lost the Super Bowl to a lesser team. Who's your closer? Hurts? Okay. So you're assuming then that Jalen Hurts is going to be your running back as you close games out. And he's going to have to carry the load late in games to close games out. I'll tell you this if I'm New England and that guy's doing that in the fourth quarter. I'm putting 10 hats on him. I'm going to tenderize that guy as much as I possibly can. I'm going to beat that guy up as much as I feasibly can. If that guy's going to be the closer. Because you don't have a closer. And if it is the quarterback, that's a problem. Like it was a year ago. Okay? Do I think Jalen can? Absolutely. My issue's not Jalen. It's going to be interesting to see how they use him in the run game. You can't rely on one of those running backs you have back. Kenneth Gainwell? Boston? These guys are dudes. Because if they were anything, they would have got more reps a year ago as how he was making the transition to try to get off of Miles Sanders. Instead of giving them 240 carries. Don't you get how people get transitioned out of any job? You don't wait to the next year. You start the process. Same thing with Dean. If Dean was so good, why didn't he take over for Kaiser Whitemore or A. Edwards? Why didn't he start taking? He couldn't. Because he couldn't beat him out. Listen, 11 goes like this. Jesus, hang on here. What I'm doing here, you, you're missing my point. Dean was a rookie. Edwards was a UDFA. That means an undrafted free agent 
which means you found him. You found him. And in the last two years, he's put up 300 tackles. 160 last year. There's not a chance in hell that kid puts 160 up this year. Now here, let me say this to you. Why do you think I have this attitude today? Because I don't want anyone here to go into this game against New England thinking this thing's going to be a cakewalk. It's week one. The unknown is there for both teams. You haven't done shit in the exhibition season. Okay. It's worked. You had 22 starters in the Super Bowl. I can't complain or bitch about that because the remedy has worked. Okay? The remedy has worked. It totally has. Someone just put, Calvin goes, 31-17. Yes, Calvin, it could be that. I don't think your defense, I think your defense has given up 24, 25 points. I do. You're not better on defense this year. You're not. Where do you think that? Where did you get better? And don't tell me the rookies. You don't know shit yet with them. By the end of the year, you'll be able to say this. Sills, this kid Carter, like you said, you called him the next year on Brown. Yeah, but I want to see him go out there and at least get on a football field and play a couple downs before we start crowning anybody. Dude, you cannot in any way whatsoever sit here and tell me anything about these rookie guys until you see him playing. Sidney Brown, they would attack him. And if he's on the field, New England's going to go right at him. He doesn't get guys on the ground yet. He spears guys. He's not the greatest form tackler. And he over-pursues. All the shit that you saw, great first game, but all the shit that you saw at Illinois kind of played itself out after that first game. And after what I saw the Browns do, to Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter blow him off the ball in the first quarter with the third team O line. I want to see these guys play to run. Okay. That's it. James Jones is right. James, I don't think the Patriot offense is the issue here. I think they're going to take care of that. I think the Patriot defense could put that offense in limited fields. And put him in a better position. Now look, I think their corners are small. And to me, if I'm going to target anybody in this game on Sunday, I'm going after A.J. Brown and Goddard. Those are I, I don't know if they have people that can cover those two dudes. They're physical. They're not that big at the cornerback position in New England. Now, again... Are they going to bring, bring exotic blitzes? And I would say this to you also about last year. If I'm not mistaken, I think I looked it up over the weekend. Tell me if I'm wrong here. I think the Eagles blitzed 9% of the time. That's normal when you're getting home with your front seven. That's normal. You don't have to blitz. If your front seven's getting home 70 sacks, you don't have to blitz. 
You don't have to go and be exotic in your blitz packages. Why in the world would I put my corners on an island with some safety blitz when I don't have to when my front seven's getting home? That You're playing high percentage defense when you do shit like that. Why would you do it? You wouldn't do that. That's why you didn't. As much as I can't stand Jonathan Gannon, okay? As much as I can't stand him, um, he didn't have to blitz, okay? Patriots won't score more than 17. You, 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 nobody on the planet in the NFL, according to personnel people, think your defense is that. I think they got him ranked somewhere around 17th. PFF's got him down there somewhere too. You guys are crazy. You've lost your entire triangle. Your middle linebacker, a guy who had 60 tackles and 11. And, and guess what they're doing in Philly now? They're down. They're downgrading Javon Hardgrave. So you think that Jalen Carter is going to put up 60 tackles, 15 hits on the quarterback, 11 sacks in his rookie year. Okay. I want to see that. That'd be a great rookie year. Be a Corey Simon rookie year. Okay even though he's never had double-digit sacks in his entire professional career or collegiate career. All right. Once again, I'll say something to you about these Georgia guys. These Georgia guys do a lot of rotating down there, and you don't really see a lot of production out of them. I mean, like I told you before, nine sacks in 45 games for Jordan Davis is not a lot of production. (laughs) It's not a lot of production. Now they do a ton of rotating. They, stay, they got guys down there right now that are going to go in the first round. So you kind of give them the wall pass and the hall pass on that. Okay? And let's not forget something, too. Your great corners, Juju Smith-Schuster beat the shit out of you in the Super Bowl. Juju Smith-Schuster and a, and a crew of nobodies beat you. Yeah, it was Mahomes. Okay, so Mahomes made Juju Smith-Schuster better than anything you played against all year. And that includes Justin Jefferson. Okay, I got it. And by the way, do I think Mac Jones? Mac Jones will be one of the better quarterbacks that the Eagles have played against in the last two years. You understand this? There's There's no Davis Mills. There's no Davis Mills here. And rookie quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett. Let's not forget something. His first year, he did go to the Pro Bowl. I I actually like Mac. You're coached by Saban and Belichick. That can't be too easy. And personally, I really don't care what some of you are saying right now. Because most of you sit in the stands sucking on corn dogs. Doesn't matter to me. Okay? Doesn't matter to me. What I'm telling you is, you go into that football game listening to bullshit about, well, they're old linesmen. You'll get beat. You'll get beat. T goes like this, stop doubting our team. Doubting? I'm the one that said you were going to the Super Bowl. Do you understand where you guys are right now? 
if you were in the process and see, listen, maybe what I got to do is explain it a little better here. I'm not talking to you angry. I'm talking to you with a sense of urgency. You have an opportunity because you're close. If we're the Cardinals or the Colts, you think I'm talking like this? No. You're years away from being competitive. You're here. You need to take full advantage of what you're looking at. And you have to understand, again, where you are. Okay? Chris, that's right. Chris, the unknown on defense is the key. Remember something last year. All veteran leadership and all veteran guys. There's a ton of inexperience and unknown this year. And for anyone to just go like this, well, we'll be the Eagles of last year. Not remotely close. You will not be remotely close. Okay? Fans can say whatever the hell they want. It doesn't matter. It's the players who need to take this serious. I believe, And I believe Jalen too. Big D. Jalen has his team ready to go. He's a leader and he's hungry. I completely agree with all that. Hurts is not the issue. Have you heard me say anything about Jalen? Absolutely not. Okay? Absolutely not. Hey, Sway. Sway goes, Juju had seven receptions for 53 yards in the Super Bowl. And then he happened to slip that baby on after he beat you. Congratulations to you. Those 53 yards were part of why they won. You think that was a statistical thing? Remember something. Against the Chiefs, you haven't proven to me you could beat that team yet. They went into your barn, beat your ass, running the ball for 238. And then they beat you in the Super Bowl. You're 0-2. Yeah, but Jalen's got better stats. Love those participation ribbons, don't you? Keep hanging them around your neck. Jalen's a better quarterback than home. Why is Mahomes throwing all against you? <laughs> Sills will say anything? No, I'm not saying anything. What have I said to you that's not true? What? I haven't heard you say a decent take yet. Which what? Which what? Which one didn't you like? Which one didn't you? You love stats? No, I love wins. You said he killed us. He did. You see your DBs running into one another in the fourth quarter? It, it looked like the Keystone Cops. Between what Reed and Mahomes were doing and watching Slay and Bradbury and those guys running into one another, it was comical. <laughs> Go back and watch the fourth quarter. You really want to get a good laugh? You'll think Carson Wentz is playing um, back there in the secondary. <laughs> Dan, that let's see here. Gannon beat us? Oh, okay. Must been not the players on the field. Anyway, I'm not getting into that BS. 
I say this to you here on a Tuesday. How are you using Jalen Hurts in the run game? Let's do this. How many people believe that the Eagles have a great running attack without Jalen Hurts? If who I guarantee you Jalen has the most carries in this game against New England. I bet you he has 18 carries. 18 carries. I'll bet you anything. He has 18 carries in that game. That's not the way I want to open the season. Now, again, I'm under the umbrella with Dick Vermeil that I don't want to take it away from the kid, but you didn't upgrade that position. You're trying to redefine it by getting a screen game going, which was non-existent a year ago. Stop excluding quarterback runs. Dude, there's a better chance that Jalen Hurts will lead the NFL in rushing yards than passing yards. You're under some sort of craziness about what you have. Am I wrong? Hey, I'm sure that someone will go, that's not true. There's a better chance he'll lead the NFL in rushing yards this year than passing yards. I've never seen, actually, a quarterback throw for under 4K with 2,000-yard receivers. Shit, even Geno beat up Geno through for 4,500 yards. What about the rushing? I know. That's what I'm saying to you. Okay? That's what I'm saying. 4K bucket. Again, you're going down that lane? All right. Because so you're under the impression, right, Arthur, that Jalen's playing all 17 games. Well, so far he hasn't played a season yet. But you're under the guise that he's going to play every game. Last two years he started, he's never finished the season playing every game. At least Josh Allen does. You know, you know what's crazy? I hear people on here all the time telling me how great your quarterback is over Josh Allen. And we've talked about this before. How can you be better than Josh Allen when Josh Allen was 13-3 and last year? A stupid play by him against the Vikings that cost him home field, or he would have went 14-3 and or 14-2 and because I didn't play that other game against Cincinnati. And you guys say he made a step backwards? So a guy who was 13-3 and made a step backwards. Interesting. What happens when he cleans it up and he plays better? He's undefeated in the AFC? Jalen plays in the JV. Allen plays in the varsity level. Okay? And he plays every game. That kid is a talent. Okay? You're damn right, Arthur. You got a tougher schedule. This year, 2023 is going to define Jalen Hurts. You bet your backside it is. You're not playing stiffs in the 31st ranked schedule. You're playing the number one. You may actually be a better football team this year. 
but with a lesser record. You ask some jackass Eagle fans, they still think they're winning 14 ball games with that schedule. You are not. You'll be lucky to have 11 wins. And that's not going to be good enough to get home field. But I do think you get to the NFC title game. That's my expectations. I do think the Eagles get to the NFC title game. I do. I do not believe, though, you're going to have home field because the 49ers and the Saints play lesser teams. Look at the Saints' schedule. They play nobody. It's the worst schedule in the league, and they're good. They're actually probably um, an Eagle version of last year. Okay? Look at Luffy goes like this. He says that the AFC has no defense. Really? What was that thing I saw in the Super Bowl? The 18th ranked defense beat the Eagles. They were 18th or 19th. You you were like one and two. They had the best offense and one of the worst defenses. What does that mean? Did that matter? LJ goes, Josh Allen chokes. This is what guys, when they hear me talking, they say Josh Allen chokes. Against two, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence. Russell Wilson, who do you think Jalen plays in the NFC? Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, Kirk Cousins, Prescott. What are you talking about? How do you, winning the AFC, I'll make this point to you, Xander and everybody. I think winning the AFC this year is tougher than winning the Super Bowl. You got to go through Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and now Trevor. And you got to go through all those guys? Who are you going through in the NFC? Brock Purdy and who? Brock Purdy, I'll make this point to you. By the way, I got my power, my first week of my power, um, my power rankings for the NFL. I look at Brock Purdy and I'll say this to you. Look. If this this year is going to define Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy hasn't been defined yet. And finally, San Francisco did something that they have been messing around with. Hey, I'll tell you this too. The Eagles are so far ahead of San Francisco in this aspect. They don't experiment like that overrated coach Kyle Shanahan does. They relented. A Super Bowl roster with this so-called experiment in the Trey Nolan one-play Trey. I told you he sucked from day one. I mean, if you're looking for a high hurdler, he's probably really a great. He's got a better chance of being in the Olympics in the high hurdles than he does playing quarterback in National Football League. Okay. Okay. So, again, 
My point to you on Sunday, take care of business early. Take care of business early. Can they? Get up on these guys, man. Get up on them. Put up 14 on them. 14 play drive. Can't have three and outs early. Because what you're trying to do is not put your defense in a position to play and give you can't give New England half fields if we don't control the line of possession, time of possession, and keep their offense off the field. It can go either way. Bear, that's exactly what I'm saying right now to you. Absolutely. Here, here. If you get a couple three and outs on offense, your defense is not ready yet. Will it be ready by week eight? Probably. Probably. Carter will have established himself a little better. I'll make this I'll make this point to you. How about Nick Sirianni not saying who was going to start in the defensive tackle position? That means that, in my opinion, Jalen Carter's starting. So last year you drafted a guy 13th, and he's now going to be a swing guy in Jordan Davis. Got a problem with that? Do you have a problem with the guy you took 13th who's now going to be the rotation guy? Yeah, no. So Jordan Davis is not an every down. If that guy doesn't start and open as a starter in New England, I don't know. Element of surprise? Okay. Yeah, because I'm sure Belichick will be surprised. We should ask the NFL to give us a hard schedule every year. It'll make us better. NFC's a dump at this point. You know, death row, I think it makes you more prepared to go into big games. See, NFL is not like college football. Remember the year that the Patriots had the undefeated season? They lost to a 10-6 and six New England um, Giants team. And I think it was because they got beat in that final regular season game against the Patriots. They saw what their opponent was, and it prepared them for their game tempo. I think that game that the Giants lost in the final regular season game that year won the Super Bowl for them. They saw everything they needed to know, and they saw everything they needed to do. And then they won. You bet. Playing turds and tomato cans doesn't prepare you for games that you have to win. Okay? Why do you think when the SEC gets into these these games, like Texas, they're going to kill Texas, Alabama, in Tuscaloosa? So you think that Longhorn team is going to go to Tuscaloosa and beat them? Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Teams that play in the light shine in the light. Teams that play tomato cans, when they play those big games, they get beat by the good teams. And then really in the last two years, Every time the Eagles have played against a good quarterback or good teams, they get beat. And now they got a bunch of them. A little beast. This is, I am so looking forward to this. I, I, I cannot wait. 
by the way, what's wrong with getting to the NFC title game if you're 11 and 6? Who cares? What's the record have anything to do with what kind of team you are? I don't want to, hey, I don't think you, I mean, you don't want to look shitty in September. But I mean, I don't give a shit what my team looks like in September. I care what they look like in November, December, January, and February. Who cares? Dude, the NFL is not college. It's not based on your record on who the best team. Here, here. If a team wins 14 games in the NFL and another team wins 10 games, are you here telling me that you think the team that won 14 games is a better team? How do you know the other team that played and won 10 games didn't have the number one ranked schedule in the country or the number one ranked power schedule in the NFL? Dude, if I've got to play teams, I'll tell you this, is AFC East this year? You got to go through Tua, Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Mac Jones. And you'll go Mac Jones. No, I'm talking about the collective group. Who's who's in who's in the NFC East? Dak, Jalen, Sam Howe, and Daniel Jones. Sorry, the AFC East has better quarterbacks. Look at the AFC West. Mahomes, Herbert, Russell Wilson. I mean, Garoppolo, who's beaten you too. Okay? And again, listen, the cool thing about the Eagles, and I'll say this one more time on what they did last year. You see all the shit that I'm saying right now? I'll tell you the one thing. See, they don't think like you. They think like me. Remember that. The Eagles don't think like you, where you're just going to roll into a place, throw your helmet on the field, and people are going to run into the stands. They, they, they don't think like you. They think like me. Because I'll tell you why I know they think like me. They had the shittiest schedule in the National Football League last year. But I'll tell you one thing they did, and I was impressed with. They never played down to their competition one time. They showed up for a fist fight. Hey, I'll make this point to you. Look at Kansas City. They didn't show up to that Colts fight. They got beat by the Colts last year. Eagles, didn't matter what the emblem on the helmet said, they showed up to every fight. And they fought every single opponent. That's never playing down to your competition. Can you, Do you understand? That's what I'm talking about. When I hear people saying, well, the Patriots, old lines banged up. Don't play down to your competition when you hear shit like that. Play who you are and your identity. Play to what you are. Not giving a shit. Who cares what New England throws at you when it comes to personnel? You got to go play and beat them. Okay? Colts also beat the chip. Our O-line, our O-line is fine. It's tactics. We didn't show up against Washington. Turnovers in that game, Joseph, 
kind of. Why won't we do that again this year, Dan? Brian, I I believe they will. Where did I say they wouldn't? I'm I'm not talking to the Eagle players. I'm talking to you. The Eagle guys are thinking me like I am right now, not like you guys. Are. We're going to roll in there and beat the... They're not thinking that. They got to take care of themselves. Take care of what they're being coached to do. Looking at tendencies and trends. Looking at weaknesses and strengths that we can exploit. What's the one area you think that the, that the um, Eagles can exploit come Sunday? I'm curious. Okay. What what's the one area do you think you can exploit? Luffy goes, the Patriots right tackle isn't playing for I don't give a shit. I saw Jason Peters not playing a Super Bowl. Did it matter to you? You put some backup dude in, did you not? just shows you how dumb some of this shit is sometimes. So you lose Jason Peters, you put a guy in, you have another backup guy in the Super Bowl, and you guys win the game without Jason Peters. Try applying some of the shit that you worked with. You don't have better coaching than the guys in New England. You don't. Don't you think they know this? (laughs) The Patriots don't have Stoutland. No, but they had McKittrick, and they have McKittrick's uh, protege up there as their O-line coach. McKittrick was the best O-line coach in National Football League. You know how I know that? He's got seven answers to it. Excuse me, six answers to it. This guy's got a handful of rings. That's how I know. Okay? (laughs) That's how I know. What's the one area... One area you can exploit. Hey, Rowling goes, do the Patriots even have a wide receiver? Did the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, wait, that same guy's there. Interesting. That's pretty funny. So you get a good look at Juju Smith-Schuster again, don't you? Interesting. Juju Smith-Schuster, again, 53 yards, seven catches. All right. So you get a good look. Run game? I don't know. Maybe. Jalen? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Patriots will continue to run up the middle to test conditioning of Jordan Davis. That's if he starts. Also, they will have to take the time of possession from Philly. That's right. You got to keep Jalen on the sidelines. So you got to run the ball. This is, this is where I think the game plan for – here's the game plan I would think for New England. I want to win the coin toss. I don't want to defer – I do not want the Eagles to go on a 14-play opening series drive on me. 
I want to I want to get the ball. Okay? Because this thing could be over by halftime if the Eagles get up on them 21-7. I can't have that. And how you make a fourth quarter game? I'm not deferring shit. You have to at least your first series if you're New England, you can't be stopped inside your 20 or 35 yard line and then punt. You can't. Now, I'm going to be expecting to make plays on your special teams because where they can exploit the Eagles, your special teams is the worst unit in the league. Okay? So I'm assuming, have you guys even named a punter yet? (laughs) I've never seen anything like it. Have you named a punter? Do you have a punter yet? I mean... Are you just going to call a guy Friday and go, hey, you want to come kick? I mean, have you named a guy? One of the most important players on your team when it comes to field position, is there a dude on the team yet? So wait a minute, let me get this right. It's Tuesday and you don't have a punter? Interesting. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. I like how the Eagles take their special teams. They don't. Nope. So you have a, how about this? I'll, I'll concede on this. It's not questionable defense. Uncertain because we don't know yet. And so what you're going to do then is with all the question marks on defense, you don't have a quality kicker. Are they bringing Sippos back? Right now, that's probably your best option. We're kind of late in the week here. Tomorrow's Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're going to travel uh, Saturday? No, you, yeah, you'll travel Saturday. You get up to New England on Saturday? I mean, I would I would think so, Josh. I think Sipposa's got to come back, right? It's got to come back, I would think. Right? I mean, look. Uh, I don't think he's good, but I, I mean, what am I going to, unless you're bringing Matt Ariza in, and I doubt they're doing that. Okay. So probably, okay. Anyway, this is where I think New England's going to come at them. They're going to run the ball. You're going to want the ball early. You got to keep here. Most of the time, Jalen Hurts in that offense averages about, what would we say, 65 plays a game. So you're talking about 32, 33 plays in the first first half, correct? As an average. So that comes down to probably four series or five series. You got to limit them four or less if New England wins this game. Look, I saw – can I – what film from last year? Big sales for punter. <laughs> Thank you, Death Row. What film do you think they're going to watch to prepare for the Eagles? What film do you think that they've dissected? What film? 
2011? No. Commanders. Correct, Luffy. Some of the Super... Kelly Green, some of the Super Bowl, because you're going to look at the last three games, too, that they've played. Washington, very good edge. And why? If you go back to that Washington game, did anybody have, like, giant numbers from Washington? Like, did Heineke throw for a lot of yards? I don't remember that. Did Antonio Gibson? This is obviously the win I'm talking. Did, did, they, did they put up, did, did Terry McLaurin put up big numbers in that game? I, I don't remember. I don't remember, like, really huge numbers. Like, in that game. Now, did... Did Washington run the ball? Wasn't it Washington ran the ball and there were turnovers in that game? Right? Wasn't that like how – because I I remember looking – I was looking at that game the other day and I was looking, what game film do you think he's probably dissecting? A defensive-minded guy in Ron Rivera. Ron's a really good-minded guy. Plus, they have Del Rio in the staff. And I'm thinking they probably have to go back to that Washington game. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so they probably go to that Washington game. And I I remember that Washington. I'm like, man, I don't remember anybody having a game against the Eagles, though, in that game. The Eagles took them apart in that game one. And in game two, it was kind of like a hokey game. Turnovers, field position, special teams played a big role in that game. Yeah, Steven, that was probably it, too. The game plan was a little bit chaotic. Didn't seem to have a rhythm in that thing. Okay. Right. Gannon had a bad game. Probably so. Four Eagle turnovers and 200 yards rushing from the commanders. There you go. That's the right. Hey, Umberto just put it out there. That's right there. Right there. Xander. Four Eagle turnovers, 200 yards rushing. You see that right there, what Umberto said? Patriots have to get that to win. They have to get that to win. I think you have to run for 200 yards. Because the clock. Okay? I I think you have to have 200 yards and at least three, four turnovers to be in that football game. Um, I actually think what, you know, I love how everybody goes like this. Washington's not that good. Well, shit, man, for a team that wasn't very good, they did go eight, eight and one with that chaotic mess with Daniel Snyder. You won in spite of the shitty owner. I don't know, man. And I actually like this guy, Sam Howell. I, I think Washington, I think Washington, Green Bay, Teams like that might be some sleeper teams there. I'm not as down on Jordan Love as I was before. He might be something. I don't know yet. Okay? They had the ball for 45 minutes and kept it out of Jalen's hands. That's the key. Hey, 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 Dirty D, do I think they'll do that? I don't know what your defense is going to look like. Look, I got my power rankings, my first week power rankings. Look, before we take a time out here, I want you to know something. You're so close. This is not a shit session. 
But don't go into any football game thinking that what the opponent has, what they're doing, what they their personnel looks like. Nobody cares. They care business. That's what that team is known for. That's the identity of the Philadelphia Eagles. If I had to put an identity on them, they take care of their own business, man. They never play up and down to their competition. That It's a well-structured locker room. Okay? Disrespectful. I can't tell. You know why? Because you've never been spoken the truth to. Hey, want to tell you this, man, as we get into football season here. The football season, Hooters, this is your football headquarters, and we are so proud to have the National Football Show with the official home with Hooters. Hey, man, we're going to be doing so much with our friends at King of Prussia, plus the seven locations in the Northeast area. Go to northeasthooters.com to find one of those locations. It's the 40th anniversary, and we've been pretty much involved in every single one of those years, going all the way back to when I was with the Buccaneers. And I'm telling you, man, the iconic Hooter girls are going to be there to serve you. All your friends, man, what a great place. The official home of Eagle fans is Hooters, King of Prussia, plus the seven locations. I'm telling you, man, you're going to be able to go. And if you want to do this, say you don't want to go to Hooters, you can also go to Hooters2Go.com. That's right, man. Hooters2Go.com. All you got to do is just log on there, man, and order right there online. Get your grub. Love it, man. The specials they have Tuesdays, buy 10 wings, get 10 boneless free. Wing Wednesdays, 1983. That's right, all you can eat. And then on Saturdays, kids eat for free. Northeasttutors.com. Make sure you go to them. You'll understand what I've been talking about for all these years. Everyone will enjoy themselves. We're so proud to be part of it. By the way, we're going to be doing giveaways this Friday on gift certificates and merch. Be prepared for that, for everyone to enjoy them when they go into Hooters. And do me a favor, you tell them Big Sill sent you. Passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first. <clears throat> go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, go first. and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. 
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake a mom. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Big Sales Hour number two. Gary Cobb, bottom of the hour, Fox 29. We'll get his thoughts. Week one, Eagles, right around the corner for Detroit versus Kansas City. By the way, I'm taking the Lions and the points in that game. I think you're going to lose Chris Jones for that game. That's a factor. That's a factor. I don't think they're that spectacular on defense. And he's a spectacular player. I think Detroit wins that game. They may win that thing outright. Okay? They may win that outright. I'm going to give you my power rankings here in a second, but I want to say this to you. Deion Sanders will never turn around Colorado. He will never turn it around. Because I just don't think he's going to be there long enough. My God Almighty. Hey, Billy Napier, head coach of Florida. If I were the Gators with the endless resources they have, me being a Hurricane fan, I would not want Deion Sanders with the Gator badge recruiting in the state of Florida when he gets Travis Hunter and guys like that. Holy cow. It was inspiring to watch Dion go into the transfer portal, have 83 new faces, and they had six penalties. That's coaching. It's more than coaching. It's people coaching. You got to buy into that. Hey, when people say buying into coaching... Dude, coaching has really very little to do with X's and O's. You buy into people. People. You buy into. That's why sometimes you see a coordinator has the same playbook that the guy previously had. Well, then why is the offense so shitty the following year? Well, because he's not connecting. Dion connects with people, man. Can I say this to you also about Sanders? I've known Dion Sanders since I was 17 years old. Is there an athlete with a more heralded resume than Deion Sanders? So let me get this right. He plays 10 years of Major League Baseball. He has a World Series ring. He's got two Super Bowl rings. 
He's arguably the greatest corner in the history of the uh, college football and NFL. Can it be possible he's going to be one of the greatest coaches of all time? Why are we doubting that? I mean, every single thing this guy does, he does to perfection. And he does it uncompromising his way. Look at all, even Lee Corso on game day. I don't like the way he does it. I don't like the way he's in it. Hey, man, people are going to throw shade at you when you're the first to do something. And Dion doesn't give a shit about it. I'm just telling you, man, I admire the kid. I love him. Dude, everything that guy touches, he wins. Everything. Luffy goes, Dion has seven toes. Yeah, he could probably still run a four or five. <laughs> hey, okay, he could probably still run a four or five instead of the four flat he ran. Dude, six penalties. How do you get all those players to want to play for you, whether it's Jackson State or Colorado? So they went from the south to the snow, following that guy like he's the Pied Piper. That's motivating. That's how you win. Nothing to do with X's and O's. It's about managing of people. Look, I, 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 I think they're a little bit overjuiced right now. They were 10-point underdogs before the TCU game against Nebraska this weekend. Okay? And now they're like seven-point favorites. <laughs> You're like, you might want to you might want to pull that up a little bit there, man. It's too much of a swing. The bet is Nebraska right now. By the way, this Travis Hunter kid's the best player in the country, not a quarterback. He's the best player in the country. I've never seen a guy play 140 plays like that. And he was the best player on the field. I mean, and he was the most elite player on the field. And that includes Shadur. Man. I'll, I'll say this to you. That kid, who, what's that kid's name that was at LSU a couple of years back that was a corner? I forget his name, man. He was like the third. I can't think a corner's ever gone number one overall. I think the LSU kid was third. He got drafted third overall. Yeah, Darcy's from West Palm. Okay. Um, I, I I don't think a corner's ever been taken number one, but he could be. Stingley, that's it. Thank you, Dion. Hey, I'll put this out there to you. This guy could be the Shohei Otani of football. This guy's like Chuck Bednarik. Playing two, two, he's, what a fabulous ball player. I, I, as I said to open the show, I've never seen anything like to play in college football right now. You know, when I played, they were running wishbones and shit like that. Quarterbacks were, you ran into a good one every now and then. Man, I think these seven on sevens, these Manning passing schools, all this stuff, man, you're seeing the rewards from it because yeah, there's not a college football game. The kid at Penn State's outstanding. I've never seen anything like it, man. Every game you tuned on, you were watching elite passers. That kid Shador, 
Um, boy, I got him on my Heisman list. I got him. And, and, and Dion's other son can play. Dude, that was fun to watch. That was really fun to watch. All right. Um, I put this out there. And I got asked, hey, by the way, don't forget on Sunday with Sports Grid, we're going to be on with Pharrell. And Scott asked me to put a Power Five together. I'm going to be doing it kind of like, and we're so proud, Jacob and Sports Grid doing some business together. Nothing changes here at all, nothing at all. We just added a little bit more on Sunday. So we're looking forward to that. That's 225, I believe, Eastern. It's called in-game. And I was talking with Scott. Scott and I have been friends for over 40 years, so we're looking forward to doing that. Really looking forward to that. And he goes, Sills, put a put a power, your power teams together. So I said, okay. And I'm not going to do all 32 every week. I'll do top 10. But for today, because it's the first week going in, um, Sills isn't saying this before he saw Colorado play. No, I wasn't. No. No, I thought it was impossible to bring 85 guys into a new place. I don't care what the business is. You're going to have, no, it, it, it's, you can't, no, you're right. You're right, senor. What he does is spectacular. He is spectacular. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Is Hunter close to Charles Woodson? Yeah. That's a good comparison. Yes, that's Charles Woodson, but maybe better. Because Woodson wasn't the receiver this guy is. Unbelievable. I kept doing this. I was screaming in my house. Oh, my God. For the kid Hunter and Shador. I, I could not believe how great he played. You know what he said after the game, too? Shador Sanders goes like this. Hey, we believed. You believed because you saw the scoreboard. I'm like, kid, man. Look at look at the mentality Dion exudes in his players. I've been trying to get my Miami Hurricane guys to buy, and they got AM this week. Do you believe like those Colorado guys? You know what's crazy? Warren Sapp and uh, Michael Irvin gave those guys pregame speeches. I'm sitting there going like, yeah, those guys bought in everything we did. All Eagles fly go one game. So what you thought you saw from a one-win program, yeah, you're right, one game. That's all they won last year. You're right. That's Shador Sanders. Dude, he is a spectacular, spectacular. Like, I don't use that word. I don't think Caleb Williams is spectacular. I saw him against San Jose State with inside pressure once again getting to him. I don't think USC is going to beat Utah. They took the Gators apart. I want I don't I don't buy in the Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks except for Jalen. Rest of them have been dogs. All right. 
Before we get Gary Cobb in here at the bottom of the hour, okay? Sills, what do you think about your Canes? I don't give a shit what they did against Miami of nobody last week. Okay, and I even tweeted that out. You should see Kane fans going around telling everybody how great they, I'm like, Miami of Ohio? That's roadkill. You got Texas A&M this weekend. They're coming to your place. Better take care of business. It's about time you start winning some freaking real games. Miami of Ohio, Bethune-Cookman, those shitbox programs. It's time to win some football games. Not playing some games. Let's go win a game, man. A game that matters. That's what I think of my Canes. I'm sick of it. It's 20 years of shit football. 20 years of shit football. I'm tired of it. Tired. Telling me how many rivals you win and how many recruiting wars... Sick of it. Go win some games. Sick of that shit. Every time I tune on, people tell me we got... All right. Let me get off that because it boils my blood every time I talk about the Canes. Boils my blood. Lost one game. Three years there. I know guys who didn't lose a game their entire career at Miami. Jalen, it's it's just time. That's all it is. It's just time. It's just time. It's just time. All right. I put my 32 teams, my power rankings here. And I'm going to start from 32 and go all the way up to one before we get Gary Cobb on. The worst team in the National Football League is run by the worst owner in the National Football League, Mike Bidwell's Arizona Cardinals. No direction, no leadership. It's like a headless horseman, the Cardinals. The second worst owner in National Football League. Probably no coincidence that they're in this order. Jim Irsay, way to alienate your best football player on your team. And you draft a guy in Anthony Richardson, who I think will not be anything in the next Trey Lance. The Colts, 31. I got the Texans. No, the McNair family. Gee, isn't that interesting? Three shitty owners. The Texans. I got them at 30. I got the Rams. I think that's the Rams. Yeah. I got the Rams at 29. Cooper Cup now is at the doctor too. Hey, look, man, they pushed their chips in to win the Super Bowl. They're going to go over two years of shitty football because what they did? Hey, guess what's happened with the Los Angeles Rams? The bills are due. You know, you, you extended all that money. You made all those picks. You did all those trades. Won you a Super Bowl? Hey, guess what? 
The Bills are due. I got the Raiders. The Raiders are the West Coast version of the Commanders. Will they ever get out of their way? And Josh McDaniels is not a good head coach. I got the Bucks at 27. I think the Glaciers are good owners. Okay? I think Todd Bowles, once again, he's picking up the mess after the whole push your chips in. Bills are due there, too. They got a good defense, though. The Falcons at 26. They're getting better, but they're kind of in that revolving door or that revolving toilet bowl spin. Since the Super Bowl, Brady's taken the heart out of that franchise. 25. I think the Bears are a little better. I Hey, man, I'm rooting for Justin Fields. I like the kid. I do. Matt Eberflus, you really think he's the guy? 24, the Panthers. David Tepper is the richest owner in the NFL. Okay? He's the richest owner in the NFL. Hey, no disrespect, Xander, but little Bryce Young, you better get that guy an O-line. <laughs> because the stuff that I saw in the exhibition season, little Bryce Young, um, is um, he may be in for a long season down there in Carolina. Saints at 23, maybe a little low, maybe a little low. I got the Broncos at 22. I want to see it. The Browns at 21, I'm probably putting this team too low here. But again, dude, once, you know, if I'm hard on the Eagles, I can't do this to you guys and say this, right? Hey, you guys, you were in the Super Bowl last year. What if the Browns won in the last 10 years? You might have the best personnel in your division, but you got to win games, right? We're going to stop right there. And we'll pick it up at 20. Because before I bring G. Cobb in, I want I want I want to uh I want to kind of go back a little bit here. Mommy is the face of two head coaches, Bobby Petrino and Jimbo Fisher. Thank you, Death Row. Um I love what I hear with the people on the radio in Philly going, hey, the old line may be a little bit banged up and you know, um in New England, and you know, you don't and this is what I say. Don't you think that's Belichick throwing out fake information? Isn't he known for that kind of stuff? He goes out and signs Jalen Rager to be a company spy because you got Matt Patricia. Don't you get, hey, don't be shocked if your earphones and headphones go out in that game at Gillette. Let me get G Cobb in here, man. Hey, G Cobb, <laughs> we're not going to be shocked, right, Gary, if those sideline head headgear all of a sudden start to go out a little bit here. Right? Hey, that's been known to happen up there a little bit, you know. A, li- a little uh, little sportsmanship, you know. They believe in that good old sportsmanship, you know, where they're they're going to try to do something, you know, to, to get you thinking and everything. But um, it's going to come down to where, you know, uh, I-, I know they, they have been working on their offense and they've been working on some things. And, of course, with Matt Patricia, they're probably going to change some things up 
so that he can't be over there yapping about, you know, how exactly they do everything and, and some of the things, especially, uh, you know, with their defense and everything. So they're going to try to make some of those adjustments. But, you know, you can't assume, though, that if even if he says, hey, they always did it like this, they're going to change some of those things up because they know he's over there. And, and this is part of the NFL because a lot of times information – uh, somebody that that played in a certain organization or they worked in an organization, they have something to do with the team that they get ready to play against. So, you know, you, you got to be able to have some things um, fluid so you don't just show the same stuff all the time. You got to change things up. So they are going to change some things up because they know Matt Patricia is over here with the Eagles staff. Let me throw this at you here. Do you mm -hmm. think the concern – for the Eagles going into this game. It's not so much maybe their offense. It's more so much what they can do on defense because it was a top 10 unit last year. And the number one thing that I would think that you're trying to do, to me, I want to get the ball out of Hertz's hands mm -hmm. if I'm New England and get that ball out there to someone else because when he has the ball in his hand, he is their best running option, Gary. So how do you – if you're New England, just, just play the other side of this. How do you attack Jalen to slow that down? Because don't you agree, limited reps like that, no. that Washington game last year, keep them on the sideline, short field, time that's of possession. Right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to be an outstanding stat game, but that's kind of what kind of game they want, a fourth-quarter game. Well, you know, I've seen some teams, you know, where they're trying to play, you know, that the RPOs, the where you have somebody stunning off that side, you know, you have somebody you blow stunning the quarterback off of up. That's right, and, and where where they're coming and um, they're going to attack him and, and make his reads hard, to where he's really not sure uh, should he hand it off, should he not hand it off. Because that was the core of their team last year with the guards to offense. You know, they ran those RPOs. Uh, now, with the guards to the passing game, see, they got to think of some ways to take some people away. Uh, and that's the, that's going to be the difficult thing. If sometimes they're going to have one of the linebackers is, is uh, covering the tight end, you know, uh, and, and they're doubling one of the other guys. Uh, so that's where – you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be difficult for them because the Eagles have strengths where you really don't want Dallas Goddard one-on-one -on -one with one of your linebackers. You really don't want that uh, because he, he could beat the guy, and then he's yeah. big. He's a, he's a tough guy to tackle, so if he catches the ball, you know, he breaks the tackle. He's running down the field, and, you know, you got problems. So uh, you, you know they want to double-team A.J. sometimes. Uh, they're going to want to try to take him away at times, and Devontae. Uh, but, you know, you can't do all of that at once. So I think that, um, you know, they're going to be playing games. You know, they're going to try to show different looks. That's one of the big things is they're going to try to to um, disguise what they're doing. How and, about this, Gary? Yeah. Um, do they have a closer? And I opened the show with this. And what I mean by that is last year they allowed a lot of teams to crawl back into football games late in the year because right. – they relied on Hertz's leg so much that, and even with Sanders in the year they had, that RPO offense, once you have a couple three and outs, mm -hmm. I mean, you allowed teams to come back in on them, and they were really a, a, a football team. And you know what? As dominant as they were, they still didn't – they had to play 
wasn't weren't there a lot of games last year where they had to play 60 minutes of football with the close That's right. games now, out? Now, have they now, some of that? Some of that has been that was the way they played last year, which is they come out and they strike, boy. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Come out and they are on the attack to get a lead. And then they kind of, you know, they, they, they kind of take the foot off the gas, you know, and they have they wouldn't come out in the second half with that same ferocity. Come out, we're just gonna run it. They gotta do a better job of staying on people, put them away. Well, you you don't make it exciting at the end. We don't, you know, just uh just put it put them totally away. But in the second half, they really just took their foot off the gas. They jumped on them in, at the beginning of the game. They knew places where they could exploit. And then in the second half, it was basically run. We're just going to run out the clock. Why, why do that? Why not just go ahead and, and make it where they do not have a chance to come back. And we're just going to keep scoring until you don't have a chance to come back. And then we'll put in the backups, you know. But they, they didn't do that. They would, they would, they would get the lead. They come out on the attack. And you know, they did a great job, and we're going to see whether, you know, Brian Johnson uh, and, and, and and that crew, you know, of course, Nick is still over there, but they did a great job of saying, okay, we like this matchup, but we like that matchup. They come out the, uh, in the first quarter, and they are going after it, meaning like they're, they're trying to score immediately. They're throwing the ball downfield. They're on the attack. They, they get a 21 to 10 lead or so. And then they just want to run the ball. They don't. They don't try to really keep scoring. Gary, do you think that that is collateral damage from the RPO offense? And l- let me go here with that. I mean, mm. it's really not a progression reading offense. You know, it's a decision making offense. Correct. He's got to determine whether or not to hand it off, to throw it, or to run with it. Mm-hmm. That's really not progression reading. You're actually taking. And I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying. I, I think they're going to be doing more where he's going to be doing more just straight drop back. I think they're going to do. Oh, so you gonna, think they're going to get more into high turnover plays? Well, then, right? you know, I'll I tell you, you know, at the beginning of games last year, they were dropped back on the attack. And then they would go to the RPO, see, uh, where they're running out the clock with the RPOs. But a lot of times last year, they come out, they knew there was a matchup they liked. And they would go after it, man, strike at you know, whatever, one of the corners or it's uh, one of the safeties deep. They come out and, and they would they would jump out to a quick lead uh, and always go into halftime with a lead. But they come out so in the Gary, second you half. Think the route tree, you mm-hmm. think the route trees are going to be different than they were a year ago. They still want to be balanced. 
Yeah. But you think it's going to be more seven step and five step stuff. I than think what so. We saw. I think, I think it's going to be more, more of that. Uh, and then, you know, they're going to be running where they got the backs coming out and they could be able to, you know, check downs will be there. If they don't, he doesn't see anything down there. They want him checking it down to these running backs because they don't want him doing as much scrambling. They want him to check that ball down. That's why they went out and got Swift, a guy who's a good receiver. Uh, so they, they wanted checking him down, checking it down to him. They don't want him running as much, you know, and, and he's got to be smart about that because, you know, that's, that's really the main thing that could derail the season would be him getting injured. Uh, if he's getting the ball out of his hands, it's just too much for a defense to have to deal with. Swift is, I mean, he's rough coming out of that backfield running routes. I mean, I see running routes against uh, the, the backers, just, just killing them really in, in practice. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Gary, do you have a problem with the Eagles not having a punter right now named? Yes. Yes. I I, I don't know why, why, did, what, what are they, why are you doing that? Why don't you go? <laughs> Especially you know, with a defense. How about this? Yeah. I, I'm not going to say, um, with all the question mark, I'm going to say a lot of unknowns. Let's about let's be fair there. There's uh -huh. so much unknowns that that unit may be giving up a lot of yards and field position early. Wouldn't you want to have a competent guy back there that that, that this leads me to believe they're going to bring Sipos back now because I mean they're almost forced to now. Yeah, bring this guy back here because it's Tuesday. That's right. I mean, does it? I mean, why don't, don't they take it. really a lot of effort into looking into special teams? Because New England's got a great unit. You you know that, and and if anything, those that would be the way they if I if they were to, you know, really make it a game against the Eagles and everything, they got to win special teams. Without a doubt, they got to win special teams. So, I, I I mean, I don't I don't know exactly what they're doing. Like well, I'm going, like what are you doing? You know, you got to have a punter, man. You know. What, what, what you guys? I, I know you guys got a an effective offense, but you're, it's so effective you don't need a punter. Come on, <laughs> look. So uh, I I don't understand it. You know uh, I'm I'm waiting and may, maybe it's Tuesday, maybe some trade. I know it's Tuesday, right? It's time. Come on, I don't I don't know what the nonsense is with that. I I really wasn't crazy about it when they said, okay, you so you didn't go sign another punter. You got you got him. You're putting him on the practice squad. What what are you doing? What, what, I'm like, what, what's what's the helter-skelter about this? Hey, I got a question for you here. Who's the Eagles' yeah. number one wide receiver heading into 2023? The number one? I still have to say it's uh, it's A.J. Brown. I still have to say him, you know. Really? Yeah, I still would have to say, yeah, because. He does it, more? I mean, he, he, he just He's so great dominant. In the game. I mean, he's just so dominant in that. Uh, if you see him out there, like you see him walking, I'm not looking at practice. He's walking by one of the linebackers. And I'm going, like, look how much bigger he is than the linebacker. He's built like Michael Parsons. I mean, he is. That's right. That's what he's. That's the way he's built. And he's just so strong. And you see where he will not let anybody jam him. He doesn't he just, he, hey, he come out with a forearm club on a guy. I mean. He's just a specimen, man. So that's why I still would have to go with him, even though, you know, Devontae, I'm telling you, he, um, you know, uh, I, I think in certain ways, AJ has kind of made him better in that those 50-50 balls, you know, now I, I see uh, Jalen throwing 50-50 balls to Devontae. And he's coming down with him. You, he, know, he, a, you know what? He AJ has, comes down with those, you know. He surprised me where yeah. 
he totally fights with this. I, let me a couple questions on defense now. Mm-hmm. Last year, you know this as well as anybody. You know, when you have 70 sacks, you don't have to bring a lot of blitzes because you're getting home with your front seven. That's right. Why would I put my corners on an island? With all the question marks that we have going in, do you think the side is going to bring more? Pr- Last year, there were 9% blitzes. And they, like I said, didn't have to blitz that much because of the front seven getting home. Do yeah. you look at the side being more exotic with the front and with the safeties and maybe bringing more pressure? Or do you think they still sit back in that umbrella defense? Well, I think in different ways, I've heard Nick talking. We've been over there. We're talking to Nick. I think he basically gives it away in that he doesn't want them blitzing too much because, you know, and he's, you know, he's offensive mind. He wants them to keep stuff in front of him. He figures they can outscore teams. So I think last year that uh, Nick, you know, Nick was the one, I mean, ultimately he's the one calling the shots. And I think he wants a, he wants a defense that is going to take away the deep ball. He does not want big plays down the field. And he figures if they can, they can um, limit those, they'll outscore the other team. Um, but that's coming from Nick. And I, I think Nick has got his, of course, he's the boss. And I don't think he's going to let him be too aggressive. Um, but, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe it would change, you know. But I, I hear Nick talking, and I know he's the one that's got, is the reason for this, see. You know, uh, he doesn't have a problem with a defense that is going to take away the big play. They don't. He doesn't want to give up big plays. He'd rather a team march down the field and score, but he doesn't want doesn't want the big plays because he's looked at the numbers because uh, he talks about this during uh, numerous his, his press conferences about looking at the big plays. If they take away the big plays, a team only scores a certain number of points. You know, and he's got this um, formula. And I, I think that they're going to try to, you know, stop the other team from making big plays while they try to make their own big plays. See, and, and, and I think he's got this formula where he figures if we make a certain number of big plays and they don't, we are got however many percentage that we are going to win this game. That's Nick's formula. Because I, I know I, I, I think he looks at New England's <laughs> offense and says, I don't think that team could go on a 14 play drive against us. Mm-hmm. And they're going to turn the ball somewhere over. That's right. As long as we're not giving up crappy field position. That's right. And that they end up kicking field goals, you know. Right? Yeah. Because that's actually more of a philosophy league-wise now, Gary, where – I agree. Because of, yeah. because of all the free agency, salary cap, and all the player movement, mm-hmm. hey, for a team – every team is not loaded like the Eagles are yeah. loaded because mm-hmm. there's so many deficiencies. I, I got a question for you about Jordan Davis. Uh-huh. If he doesn't start that game versus – New England, and he's a rotation guy. You got a problem with that? I mean, 13th pick in the draft, or does well, it matter I, I, now I, anymore? I think that's where he's at. I mean, I think he's going to start in that, the you know, they, they will start a certain group that, and he'll be a part oh, of Oh, you that. think they but, put a bear front up there, like a bear look? I, I, I think they are going to put some of those up there. Yeah, he's going to, okay. he's going to get some of that. But um, But when it comes to anything to do with rushing the passer, he's not going to be on the field. Uh, he's not there yet. What does uh, that say to you? What does that say to you then? If he's not well, an every down D lineman, nothing. I, I, I I've seen some improvement where he's you see he's focusing on it, trying, you know, where at least he's going to be smart enough to, you know, just push this guy back into the quarterback's face, 
where he can do that from the nose and, and be able to help, you know, let's say that that bear uh, a front. But, you know, uh, Jalen Jalen Carter's ahead of him. I mean, you know, there's no I think he is too. I mean, I, you know what? I think he was ahead of him when he stepped on the field the first day. I, I'm telling you, yeah, because he, he's, he's just, he's quicker, you know, he's, He's quicker, you know. Let's say if he's going to trying to go around the guy, he can do that. You you don't you don't see J, uh, Jordan uh, going around anybody, you know. No, you I got hey, before I get you out of here. I have yeah. to get your take. I don't know what you saw of the Deion Sanders stuff over the weekend. Yeah, I, you know I saw that. I got I got I got to ask you because I just kept screaming at my television, going, "Oh my god!" Yeah. The Travis Hunter kid, Shador yeah. Sanders. I know he brought 85 guys into Colorado as an ex NFL guy yourself. Yeah. I don't think it can. JJ Watt even said it. I don't think it can be underdressed enough, uh, addressed enough that what this guy did going into that program and how he's got everybody believing. I'd love to hear your takeaway from Well, it. you know, I, I, you know, I was checking it out. Believe me, I'm going like, wow. You know, first of all, he brought so, I mean, he, he brought athletes in. Some of the kids can run, you know, I mean, and and the, and the thing too is you see he's got a relationship with them where, you know they believe they're going to win. The kids playing with confidence. They started out that game. They weren't intimidated by you know uh, TCU. I mean they they're going like, hey, we're going to give it to you guys, and uh, you know that they're going to they're going to beat some other teams too. You know that you can tell that they have got um, they've got some talented players, and. Uh, I could see where uh, they mentioned during during the broadcast that uh, that the, the, you know his son, the quarterback, is um, you know was talking to Tom Brady. You could see he's doing. Oh my God, the way he taking read. what taking what they you know taking what they gave him. He looked no like Brady. I'll take it. I'll take this. I'll take that. You he know? looked like Brady out there, yeah, man. getting I the mean... ball out of his hands. I mean, how many? Look, you know, I played with a bunch of quarterbacks. Where you going, like, dude? Just take what they give you. You know, a lot of – they will not. They got to be greedy. They got to be taking chance. No, he'll, he gets out of his hands, so the guy's got a chance to run with the ball. He hits him in stride, you know. I mean, he really – I mean, I was impressed with him. I'm going like, why haven't I heard more about, you know, his this quarterback? Man? Most of the stuff, Gary, is on YouTube because he played at Jackson State, and you're yeah. like, his first Power 5 game against the National – you know – it's not like he's taking on a four and seventeen. That team played for the national championship last <laughs> that's, year, that's okay? Right. And yeah. he threw for five hundred and eleven yards in that ball game with no picks. And that's here's right. the thing, too: they yeah. only with all those guys, eighty-five players, they had six penalties. I know. I, I heard him talking about that, and and, and I got to give him credit. I mean, they, they were well coached, you know. And uh, you know, but a, a guy I know from USC, uh, Dennis Thurman. Yeah, He's, uh, on their defensive staff, you know, and um, that's crazy. Great, yeah. Dennis Thurman's a DB coach. Yeah, he's, he's he's yeah he's back there. I'm not sure if he's DB coach or assistant coordinator, or whatever. But he's back there, and 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 you know he's a good teacher. See, they got guys that are good teachers. So just with looking at the at the quarterback, you see a smart football, smart football, and you don't see that a lot of times. You know, you don't see kids, especially young kids. They're not going to be playing smart, and I can see where. Man, look at look at the way he's playing. He's taking what they give him, and then he's taking shots. When he can take a shot, boom, takes it. But he's playing smart, where he's not putting the ball in jeopardy. Really, the, the other quarterback for the other team, he really cost them because yeah, those two times they went down there, they turned the ball over. 
down in, in the red zone, and that's what ultimately cost them the game. How about this? Last question on this. Do you think mm-hmm. an NFL owner would ever give Dion an opportunity to coach like Arthur Blank, maybe the guy who owns the Atlanta Falcons, he goes back down there and coaches Without a doubt. Team? Yeah, it's, it's definitely. I mean, I can see what happened because the, the big thing that he's doing, you know, and I, I had talked to, uh, you know, Dennis Thurman, you know, uh, about what they're doing there. And, hey, he gets guys who uh, what know what they're doing. He lets them do their job. Coaches too. Yeah. He, he, he lets them do their job. You know, he, he will add in wh- where he can, you know, but he, he's not going to be over the guy. Look, I'm, I, I, I brought you in here to do this job. You do this job. We're cool. And he's got things organized. And then the kids, he's got a good atmosphere where the kids can have some fun, but you're going to work. We're going to have fun, but we're going to work, fellas. And we're going to be ready, and we're going to win. So they got that kind of atmosphere. And, and, the, and the thing that he said is, look, the kids believe. They do believe. You can tell it in their in their posture and everything. So and, and in the results. And, and oh, of course, <laughs> so, I mean, I eighty five <laughs> new faces. Yeah, one wow. win team of a year ago. Yeah, taking on the defending yep. national runner up yep. in their place. Yeah, in their degrees, place. That's right. And you put an exhibition on like that. That kid Travis Hunter. Yeah, yeah, um, he's a player. Oh, he's a hey, player. Man. He's yeah. Deion Sanders. I know. That's really you're right. And, and you know, and you know what I heard Dion say? That he's going after some other kids that, you know, do the same thing. They w- they want to play both ways, you know. <laughs> and if you got a kid that's that talented, where he can indeed play both ways, whew, and, and you know, you stop the team with a few of those guys, I you know, he's <laughs> he's gonna get a lot of people nervous around the country. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that, man. If I'm if I'm them people in the Southeastern Conference, man, I hope he knows and get that gator job because my canes. <laughs> Hey, I don't want him down there in Gainesville, man. That's not a good place yeah, you for him. Are. Gary, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. All right. Hey, have a great, great you day. You got it. That is our All good right. friend, Gary Cobb. Don't forget, Fox 29 covers the Philadelphia Eagles, too, as well. Hey, speaking of the Eagles, your official home of the Eagle fans is Hooters. That's right. And it's the official home of the National Football Show with Big Sills this year. We are so excited about our great relationship. Do me a favor. Log on to northeasthooters.com to find one of the seven locations nearest to you. We're going to be doing so many great events at the King of Prussia one. You can go to my Twitter page. You can see the schedule when we're going to be in town. This is going to be off the charts here, man. By the way, also, if you don't want to go to the place, you want to order online, Hooters to Go. That's right, hooters2go.com. Make it simple for you to get some of the best food possible. This is the 40th anniversary of Hooters, and we've been involved with them pretty much each and every single year. When Ed Drossi started the place in Clearwater, Florida, we were right there with them. I have actually one of the original stools that I'm going to give, stools that you sit on, that we're going to be giving Phil in the ownership of the Hooters and King of Prussia one. It was one of the original stools that they had at the location at Clearwater. I posted it a couple times. Hey, you can experience some of the great specials too. Buy 10 wings, get 10 boneless free. Wing Wednesdays, 1983. That's the year the place was founded. So 40th anniversary. Do me a favor. NortheastHooters.com. Find one of the seven locations nearest you. Don't forget we're going to be at the King of Prussia Hooters all year long. And when you go into any one of the Hooters, you make sure you tell them Big Sill sent you.
Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Reset the power rankings here in a second, but I do want to throw this at you here before we get going here. Um, You know, it's funny when you see the landscape of college football now and how, you know, I didn't know what to think. By the way, my, my ballot, I have Florida State number one. I got Florida State one. I got Georgia two. I got Bama three. Will that change? Of course. But the most impressive ass-kicking was FSU beating up LSU. Okay? You, you get high marks for who you play. You know, it's funny. People, and Eagle fans always are like this. Well, do you hold that same standard for everybody? You bet. If I've got a team that signs and plays, I don't care if it's the pro level or the college level. If you're playing tough opponents each and every single week, you're battle-tested for when it really counts. Nobody likes front runners. You get to, How many times you get into a football game where you get into anything where a guy's had it easy and he's been on third base his entire life? When this guy's got around the bases, trips, falls, doesn't know where to run sometimes, has no way of getting home, he has no idea. And, and, and we see this all the time. That's why, I mean... I, I see people going, we won 14 games. You won 14 games and lost the most important one. You don't get extra credit for that. I asked you this question before. So Jeffrey Lurie is going into his 30th year owning the Eagles, won one Super Bowl. Over or underachieved? What would you think as an owner? Some of you have a different opinion. Look, I think he's a fine owner. 
But do you think that's that time that he's owned a team heading into the 30th year over or underachieved with one Super Bowl? They've been a model of consistency. They've been the best team in the NFC East, even though the Giants have more Super Bowls since 2000. And I mean wins. Okay? It's a qu- I think it's how you define winning. I think it's how you define. Here we go. Here we go. What? It was a question. Hey, Shakir, this is what I do for a living. I ask questions. Here we go. What do you think? This is a tea party? You act like that about Burrow losing the Super Bowl. No, I said, well, because Joe Burrow did something that Jalen Hurts didn't have to do. He turned a shitty organization around with zippers on their wallets in Cincinnati. And in the last two years, has put two teams in the AFC title game and one team in the Super Bowl. It's the Bengals. It's not the Eagles. Didn't matter if it was Jalen Hurts or Nick Foles or Carson Wentz or Donovan McNabb. They went to Super Bowls. Ace, how you doing? My guy, Big Sills, how are you? I hope you had a great Labor Day. I had a fantastic Labor Day. Thank you. Andy Reid spotted his points and then let his pit bulls off the leash to come get us. Eh, I don't think that's so much the case. You just got out coached. You don't have this amazing coaching staff. You got an amazing front office, an amazing group of athletes in your locker room. Those aren't Like Angelo said, I think Nick Sirianni's a cheerleader. Better yet, I think he's a librarian. He's a librarian with a blowhorn. I don't see it. I don't see it. And the only reason you see it is because they're they're winning. Cray, if you could fire Doug Peterson, you could fire Nick Sirianni. I don't think anybody in here thinks that Sirianni's a better coach than Doug. So Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers one Super Bowl is a failure or breeze? Well, here, I think General does a great idea on when it comes to winning because just kind of the question point here. Well, Aaron Rodgers is 13 and 12 in the postseason. And um Drew Brees, along with Sean Payton, are nine and seven in the postseason. I think Farr's 14 and 13. I think Peyton Manning's 12 and 11. I mean, that's how you define it. Right? All right. I saw a debate online the other day. Forte goes, Doug's post-Super Bowl year was trash. Yeah, because your general manager sabotaged the team. Are you going to try to tell me he didn't throw that last game? Okay, sure. We'll agree to disagree. Nate Sudfeld? We want to get a look. Why? 
You had Hurts on the bench. Why didn't you play him? We wanted to see Nate. Yeah, okay. Really? Who in their right mind believes that? <laughs> Real quick here. Before I get, I want, I want, I want to bring up Devontae here in a minute. Um, Nate Sudfeld, maniac. He's very good. I think he's still in the league, dude, so he's got to be doing something right. But then again, Chase Daniels made $41 million in the NFL, and I don't even know if he's taken 200 snaps. So kudos to him too, man. Hey, these Cowboy guys kill me. Do you agree the Eagles should have surpassed the division with Super Bowls or even tied Dallas since 99 with Reed and Peterson's success? Here's one thing, Ace. When you run into Brady, it's like running into Tiger and Michael Jordan. There's going to be casualties of that era. Is Phil Mickelson a great golfer? Yes, but he ran into Tiger. Is Peyton Manning a great quarterback? Yeah, he ran into Brady. Is Clyde Drexler a great basketball player? He ran into Jordan. So every era has a casualty to it on the other side. Okay? Everyone does. So, I mean, Sudfeld's out for the year. Thanks for the update. I appreciate it. They wanted to let Washington win. They wanted to let. So it would raise the value of the team, right, Barb? All right. NFL guys looking out for NFL. I want to see Foles at this game just to irritate Brady. God, would I love. Hey, Philip, would this not be the best? Congratulations, Tom Brady, on a great career. We welcome New England's son home. Then when you go out for the coin toss, Brady goes out for the coin toss. The Eagles send out Nick Foles. I would die to see that. <laughs> and the ceremonial captain for the Philadelphia Eagles. They got nine of them. You might as well name another. Hey, why not? You, Hey, how about this? Why not? You got nine. Add another one. Put a ceremonial guy in there, man. Right? And you said, and now the ceremonial captain for the Philadelphia Eagles, the 10th captain of the team, Nicky Foles. He comes walking out there. Brady would probably faint. <laughs> that would destroy that night. You know they're dropping two banners. They're going to retire as number 12. And then they're going to drop and they're going to drop that. They're going to drop that banner on Sunday. Or to put his name up there or whatever it is in the ring of honor. Because there's been so many great New England Patriots uh, quarterbacks <laughs> that they've had up there. The Jim Plunkett's and the Tony Easons. <laughs> Right, the Tony Eason's and the guy who used to wear the neck collar, Steve Grogan. They used to have a lot of great QBs up there. Drew Bledsoe. Right? Hilarious. Hey, by the way, this Mozzie Smith guy. So the Cowboy fans are pissed off at me. Because I said this about Mozzie Smith. I don't see it. Hey, I'm hard on Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis is by far better. He, by far better. I don't see it. 
I think this guy has his feet in cement. I don't see it. Losers are losers. Nobody remembers, cares what you did. <laughs> Pretty true, Marcus. This Mozzie Smith guy I told you he was the third rounder, not a first round pick. And the Cowboy and the Cowboy media honks and lovers that are out there. This kid is going to be out. I'm like, I have, have you watched him get knocked off the ball? You know, the one thing about Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis is maybe not a great pass rusher. That dude don't get knocked off the ball. Not like that. That guy gets slipped and hooked. Jordan Davis does not. Like, if, if they came to me and go, who do you think is a better player, Jordan Davis? And I'm going by Jordan Davis's rookie year. Jordan Davis is by far a better ball player. Like, Mozzie Smith can't pass rush. Okay. Jordan really can't either. But he don't get killed like that. He does not get killed like that. I, I put on a game film of him, and Baldinger sent it over to me. And I kept telling, I kept telling Brian, Brian, that's terrible. Look at him. He takes false steps. The guy slips and hooks him. I don't see it. I mean, I, I, I don't. Jordan Davis is by far a better ball player. Like Mozzie Smith's going to have to show me more. Maybe they got him in a different technique or something, but man, like his feet are slow and he takes false steps and he's blocked in that league. You can't take false steps against Jason. Kelsey will kill that guy. I mean, he'll, it'll be a day off for him. I don't see it. I, I mean, Hey, I'm hard on Jordan. But he's got some hope to be a good ball player like a Vince Wolfirk. and like a guy like that, Vita Vea kind of guy. Those guys are great players. That guy, I don't know. We shall see. Hour number three, I'm going to reset my power rankings here. Some NFL news too, by the way, as we get ready for week one, we're going to take a look at that and what to expect in the opening week here too. So we're going to look at that. We're going to reset. Power Hour's coming up. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go passionately, go fearlessly. 
go confidently. Go <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, got fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama. She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. E A G L E S. Eagles. I'm, 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 I'm wiping my tears away because, um, Guys like JM, I'm sorry for hurting his feelings. And um, yeah, um, I know sometimes the way I speak to people, you know, never, ever. <laughs> I know, man. It's uh, I, Listen, I know. Oh, by the way, Angelo Cataldi's going to come on. He said twice a month. We've become friends. And Angelo watches the show. Thank you, brother. I love the guy, man. And we've become friends. He goes, I, how, are you, how are you not talking radio? I go, the same reason you're not. He goes, touche. You can't be Angelo anymore. He's not, not on the radio because they kicked him off. They don't want him on the radio because he can't do his show anymore. Don't you get it? This platform now is made for me. You think I want to sit in some principal's office all day long talking about what I said about some bullshit thing over here or there? No, thank you. Hey, did you really mean that about, you know, this guy? or that? Get away from me. What do you know? Have you ever pulled a rating point in your life? Ugh. Yeah, so, yeah, I got to wipe my eyes off sometimes there. There's Quan now, man. There's my boy Quan. He gives it the big sales, boy. Dan, you have a face of radio, but otherwise good. Thank you, Niner. Thank you. I was on in your market too, kid. Don't worry about it. Okay. I was that? Yeah, no, no. Angelo's like, how did you never have a morning show in Philly? Is beyond me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. It's one of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten from one of the kings of radio. 
But we all know why. Because guys like JM, I ha- they, they would be, get Xander! <laughs> Xander! I go, do you know how many emails these guys at Jacobs get about me a day? That means they know I'm doing it right. <laughs> anyway, speaking of crying, so Kyler Murray now is like the new official captain of the Arizona Cardinals because Jonathan Gannon says so. Hey, hey, tough guy. Oh, you see that video that tough guy put out? Tough guy Gannon. Did you get off the bus? How come when I listen to Deion Sanders talk to his college kids, I'm more motivated than when I watch that bullshit video that Jonathan Gannon put out? Did you get off the bus? Did you get off the bus? You ready to go to work? You ready? Who is this guy? <laughs> hey, that guy is so not believable. Look at the difference between Deion Sanders and Jonathan Gannon. Who are you going to believe and trust? Who are you going to trust? That is the greatest differences right there in coaching. Dion took 85 new faces at Colorado and someone goes, I see you guys putting it in there going like this. It's one week. It's one week. You're right. Against the defending national runner up champs. They finished number two in the country. Colorado won one game last year. He fired everybody. And you put up a performance like that with six penalties. That's belief. Jonathan Gannon versus Deion Sanders. Boy, Deion's going to be one of the hottest coaches on the planet. Okay? Gannon isn't even Sicilian. Hey, Quan, he must be Nobly Don. So we're kind of paisans. <laughs> Shador Sanders Heisman fly. Here's my vote now. Here's and again, it's it's a race. We we're we're you know it's going to go weekly. Obviously, Caleb Williams won. Jordan Travis, Florida State. I thought he was spectacular too. Michael Penix from Washington three. Travis Hunter, Colorado, four. And Shador Sanders from Colorado, five. Um, The kid from Penn State's probably going to be in the conversation. Uh, The kid from uh, DJ from Oregon State is going to be in the top 10. The kid at Duke last night was good. Okay. The kid, the kid, um, the kid, the kid from Duke was spectacular last night. And one thing, one thing before we move on and reset here. Do you know why Dabo Sweeney's starting to lose it? By the way, Dabo's been on the program numerous times. Do you know why? He doesn't want to pay athletes. He's the biggest proponent against it. And he doesn't believe in a transfer portal. Well, if you don't believe in the transfer portal and you don't believe in paying your kids, that's why kids aren't going to Clemson anymore. You see cracks in the, in the fabric and in the building now. And there it is. I'm not going to Clemson. Three years ago, I would go to Clemson. 
College football, the landscape has changed. If you're not in that room, you hear Jim Harbaugh going out publicly going like this. I think the kids should be part of the television packages now that we have. And they should be getting a percentage of TV deals. You're going to get kids that go play at Michigan now that would go to Clemson to go now to Michigan. Okay? Kids want to get paid and they want exposure. I can't wait to see the TV ratings for that um, uh, for that uh, Colorado TCU game. I, I I can't wait to see that and what what that's going to be. Now, I want to reset this topic that we threw out and we started the show. Then I'm going to get to the power rankings here, here in a second here. Um, do me a favor, guys. Please don't buy into anything coming out of New England. It's fake news. Now, I get that the right tackle is on IR. Sure, that's believable. But don't believe anything coming out of New England. They are going to do everything they possibly can all the way until Sunday to make you think that they have no talent, they have no chance of winning, they have nothing. That's how that guy works. You can't believe it. I mean, he, he runs his football team in his IR. Wait till you see the injury report on Thursday. It'll be the most confusing thing you've ever seen. I wouldn't believe a word out of his mouth. Would, hey, by the way, would you? Would you believe that? I wouldn't believe anything out of Bill Belichick's face. That's right, Brian. Typical Bill. Yeah, we're not good enough. We're always we got our old lines just banged up, and yeah, you're like, yeah, okay, guy, don't worry about it. Well, then we're gonna we're gonna play our ass off against you. I'm worried about me. I don't want to hear about you and having not this or that. This is NFL football. This is NFL ball, man. Okay. Bill signed Bill signed Jalen Rager for a reason to get in your head. Don't you see the team? Watch this. So here's what Belichick has done to the Eagles and the fan base. Think about this in the last six days. They've signed Jalen Rager, a failure, and a guy who was on the team a year ago probably has a playbook. Right? Telling you they're – don't you think they're telling some of those uh, reporters up there, hey, our, our offensive line gets out, W-E-E-I, Belichick's on radio. He's got a radio spot every Monday. Yeah, we're just really banged up. <laughs> okay. If you're hurt, you got something. Do you re- usually tell people you're hurt? Or is it the reverse? I'm not buying any of that shit. Keon goes, to get in our head? Well, you're buying it, that their old line's banged up. Isn't it funny? Like Keon said, to get in our head. Does it matter if they're missing a right offensive tackle? I saw you guys win a Super Bowl without Jason Peters. Does it really matter if the quarterback gets the ball out of his hands? I mean, don't be dumb. Okay? Don't be dumb. Here, Sirianni is a librarian now. Yeah. Yeah. What does he do? 
Does he do any of the hirings? No. Does he do any of the play calling? No. He's Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's 22 and 10 last. I mean, what, 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 what does he do? He gets on park benches and screams at people in the stands. What does he do? He motivates. Okay. All right. There's something to that. But, 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 Bear, wait a minute. You think he's a better coach than Doug Peterson? So you, you think you have an upgrade now at coach because the team's winning. It's an upgrade, right? Interesting. You got an upgrade. Well, look at all the wins we have. He's a better coach. Oh, okay. We have an upgrade at DC. Just as somebody I trust. Hey, Mr. Miller, I believe Sean Desai. I don't believe Jonathan Gannon. That's all I need. In a, you're right. I didn't know what the upgrade would be on defensive coordinator, but at least I trust the guy. I, I There's not a thing I trust about that phony ass, ungenuine dude in Arizona. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Okay. I love Doug, but I will not compare the two. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, here. I want to reset here. And again, I, I, we, we were doing this before Gary Cobb came on. And we were talking about each week we do a power ranking. I'm not going to do 32 all the time. I probably will do top 20, maybe top 15. That's kind of what we did a year ago. Um, I'm going to do the quarterbacks tomorrow. Um, so I did I did Cardinals 32, Colts 31, Texans 30, Rams 29, Cooper Cubs now seeing a specialist. You know, that always kills me. You know, I hear people doing this all the time. You know, these players today, they have the best doctors on the planet. So if you're Jonathan Taylor, would you go to the Indianapolis Colts back doctor, knowing that Jim Irsay pays him to get an opinion? Who, who pays him? Jim Irsay. And you want me to go to him? Well, he's one of the best back doctors in the NFL. Who pays him? Jim Irsay pays him. Isn't that a conflict of interest? And the guy's bitching at me publicly, calling me a piece of shit, trying to trade me, and I'm going to go see him, and they're going to keep me on the pup list because that doctor's kept me on the pup list, and I want an opinion from him? Don't be swayed by that. That's a media comment. These guys have the best doctors today. Paid by the owners. That's why players get second opinions. I never understood that. How a team doctor who's paid by the league and the owners makes a decision on your playing career. That's not going to happen. Okay? 
Yeah, let me go to Jim Mercer's team doctor. Is he a witch doctor? Okay, is he a witch doctor? Crazy. Raiders 28, Bucks 27, Falcons 26. I think we stopped at 20. Bears 25, I think they're going to be a little better. Panthers 24, Saints 23, Broncos 22, Browns 21. And let's move into the top 20 now. My power rankings, Big Seals power rankings. And here's the top 20. I got the Titans. Well-coached well team. Mike Vrabel two years ago was the NFL coach of the year. Personally, I think he's going to be the heir apparent in New England. I think Mike Vrabel, when everything is said and done, will be the next head football coach when Belichick decides to call it for the New England Patriots. Um, Tannehill, I don't know. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry, Tannehill, the old line's a little better, and I'm not saying that because Andre Dillard. They got a great defensive tackle. They're a well-coached team. They're going to fight for that division title. This is maybe too high, but I got the Packers 19th. I, I'm not as I, – I watched Jordan Day. I watched Jordan Love in the exhibition season. I'm not – he's not horrible. They got Aaron Jones. They got good players. Okay? They got some good players there. Dillard helps, Maniac. He does. You know, he can't. Hey, it's no shame not to start in the offensive line in Philly. It's no shame. Guess what? I was a backup in Philly. Well, shit, man. You mean Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson? Lane Johnson and Milana and them guys? Yeah. And Sam Alo last year? Well, shit. Okay. Probably started 85% of the teams in the league, right? You called Dillard a bust? I called him that if he's a first-round pick and you let him go, what do you call it? Arthur. If you drafted a guy in the first round and he's not on your team anymore, what would you call it? What would you call it? What would you call a first round player who's not on your team? Steen's a third or fourth. Jurgens is a two. What would you call Dillard? You couldn't afford him? He won't answer the question. A first-round pick, not on your team. You couldn't afford a guy who was a backup in Philly. Got it. Okay. Packers are going to be decent. Cap casualty? What is Derek Barnett doing on your team then? You see, you can't keep cutting or trading first-round picks because it does look silly. Rager, out. 
If you cut Barnett, who's pathetic, what's he doing on the team? Honestly, he took a pay cut so he could get traded. All right. What's he done? Oh, he had a play in the Super Bowl. One play in the Super Bowl keeps him on the team because the rest of his career has been underwhelming. Stop doing that. Stop. Why do you, why do people make excuses for people like that? Hey, this is no indictment on a character of a man. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about football here. This is not personal. If you're a first round pick, you have to be a starter. Barnett is solid. First round picks are supposed to be starters. Not solid. You get solid in the third round. Wow. I can't believe how people make excuses up. All right, let's move on because I'm not going to go ring around the idiot. I got the commanders at 18. Um, it's all going to come down to Sam Howell. I actually like this team. I think their old line's improved. Antonio Gibson can run. Dotson and McLaurin are good. The defense is good. The, the linebacking, the corners, the safe, they're, they're a good team, man. Eight, eight and one a year ago. I, I had to look it up just to be sure they had a 500 record. I got the Patriots at 17. If the Patriots were in the NFC, they'd be one of the top five teams in the NFC. But they're in the AFC East. I got the Vikings at 16. There's a football team. Look, I think Brian Flores being added to the defensive coordinator side. They, they have to win a game. I mean... They totally have to win a game that matters. Okay? Oh, Arthur doesn't think that that the Patriots would be a top five team. Who's the sixth best team in the NFC then right now? Let's see. Well, I'm going to make it through the list. Seriously. You think there's a ton of great teams in the NFC? There's like four. I got the Chargers at 15. The Chargers were in the NFC. They'd be the second best team. I got them 15th. They got to win some games too, though, man. As great as Herbert is, they got they got. As great as Herbert is, he's got to win a significant game. Come on, kid. You don't want to go down as Dan Marino or Dan Fouts. You've got to win some ball games here. This Giants team, I am not high on. I don't. I think they caught everyone. Then again, that entire division last year played nobody. And I think the Giants were fool's gold. I do not think that of the Eagles. I think the Giants are fool's gold. So where did they get better? Darren Waller? When has he played more than 13 or 14 games in a season? 
four years ago? Where where did they get better? Kayvon Thibodeau, he was kind of good. Their corners, I don't know. Where, where did they get better? Saquon Barkley, they don't even like him. They don't even like Barkley. I mean, Daniel Jones? When I, I Chris, right? When was Darren Waller last good? Four years ago? I think the Steelers could be sneaky. Actually, Xander liked this kid, Kenny Pickett. He's looked pretty good, man. He has. They they might do something. I, I don't know what. I don't think Super Bowl contender. But they, they may do something, man. They got a good defense. They, they keep people healthy. I'll tell you what, man, that kid George Pickens, and I don't know what is in the water in Pittsburgh, but I'll say this to you. I've never seen an organization find wide receivers no matter what the round is. That damn team finds wide receivers every year, man. That kid Pickens is a good-looking football player, man. He's good. He was good coming out of Georgia. I mean, he's a good-looking football player. Number 12, I got the Ravens. All right, so this newfangled offense is supposed to do what? Less running? Why would I take 1,100-yard rusher away with Lamar? Odell Beckham, when's the last time he was good? When's the last time Odell Beckham was good for a season? Four years ago? I mean, when's the last time he played more than 10 games? I don't get it. I got the Lions at 11. Here's another team. And I got to, you got to win. I'll tell you what, I got them. And I'm going to bury the lead here. I got them winning um, against Kansas City at Arrowhead. I do. I think they're going to upset them. And I'm taking the points. Okay. Well, I think they're going to beat them. You think the Lions are too low? Here we go, top 10. Big Sales Power Rankings. I got the Cowboys at 10. I mean, they upgraded with Gilmore. By the way, um, I'm going to make a prediction to you. Stefan Gilmore will have a better season than Darius Slay. He's a better player. Um, he's had a better career. I think Brandon Cooks is a good player. I do not believe that CeeDee Lamb is what they think he is. Devontae's better. Okay. Hey, All Eagle, you think actually that Darius Slay is a better football player than Stephon Gilmore? Really? Ask anybody in the league. He's not. He's not. 
And he hasn't had a better career. Three years ago, this guy was a defensive player of the year. What's Slade done? Pro Bowl? Great. This guy was the defensive player of the year. Right now, not what I saw at the end of the season last year. I didn't think Darius Slade was very good. I thought he was good until week eight. After that, I didn't think he was very good. I thought Bradbury was better, more consistent, knew how to play the defense. Nobody in their right mind thought Darius Slade played well at the end of the season, especially in the Super Bowl. Nobody. Um, here's the thing with Dak. Jerry Jones gets in the way. Jerry Jones gets in the way of Dak Prescott. He got in the way with Tony Romo, and he's gotten in the way of every single coach except Jimmy Johnson. He's the reason they don't win. Okay? He's the reason. He's the reason they don't win. Okay? Well, Quan, Gilmore's cooked. If Gilmore's cooked, Slay's fried. Cowboys have to prove to me they can win a big game. They haven't won one in 30 years. That the difference between the Eagles and one more time, and I've said this to you, the difference between the Eagles and the Cowboys, the Cowboys are built to beat the Eagles, and they do. But the Eagles are built to win a Super Bowl or contend for it. The Cowboys aren't. They'll beat the Eagles one week and then turn around and lose to the Saints 14-3. Philly's never doing that. They may lose to the Cowboys, and they do, but they'll turn around and they'll beat Pittsburgh 21-14. They, they don't put really – you know, the one thing I'll say in two years, man, outside of that 2-5 and five start, I rarely see Philly put games together that are shitty back-to-back, okay? However, like I agree with Philly Godfather, if the Cowboys get into the NFC title game, they'll beat them until proven otherwise. He's 8-3 and three versus the Eagles. He has he owns the NFC. Do you know he's won 10 consecutive ball games versus the Giants? Even Daniel Jones has a win against Jalen. I mean, and, and by the way, Sue, it's not old boy. He's eight and three. And it, get this, if he just splits this year, he's nine and four in a career versus Philadelphia. There's no way to slice it up where you say, hey, we beat the Cowboys. You don't. Not under the Prescott era. You do not. It's a tough thing to swallow, I get. But you do not beat him. Stop lying. Stop lying. I get the playoff conversation. It's not what I'm talking about. Stay focused. I said between the two teams, he beats you. For one, I'm enjoying the Prescott era. Hey, 
I'm sure he's enjoying the Prescott Eagle era too. Okay. I'm sure he's enjoying it too. See, the diff- one more time. That's not an opinion. What I just said to you. That's not an opinion. That's what the players have performed. You know, like I told you before about Carson Wentz. The Carson Wentz era was was a great era. It just ended shitty. There was so much winning. Records that were set. And a Super Bowl. Let me ask you this. If Jalen Hurts in five years did what Wentz did, would you be okay with it? Would you be okay with it? You do not win the Super Bowl in 17 without him. You're not going to get home field advantage. He was limited too when he got hurt, wasn't he? Something like that. But his second MVP. In that time frame too, didn't he have a single season where he threw for four grand? Only quarterback in history. 33 touchdowns. Holds that record too. I don't know. At nine, who would have thunk this? Pete Carroll and John Schneider are doing a better job at resetting the Seahawks than what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are doing in San Francisco. They're doing a better job. They're a better tandem. I mean, they get rid of a Hall of Fame quarterback and they're better. You know, they also had this. Well, they had 2,000-yard receivers. They had a 4,500-yard quarterback who led the NFL in passing completion percentage. And they also had a 1,000-yard back. That's a pretty good turnaround. Where people were going to call the Seahawks, including yours truly, one of the worst teams in the league last year. That's quite a turnaround. It's quite a turnaround. Seattle addressed defensive needs. Good, man. Personally, I, I they're my surprise team in the West. I think they're gonna, I, you know. I got the Jets at eight. Boy, I'll tell you something about this Jet team. I think the Jets are writing checks. Their asses are going to have to really come accountable for, man. You know, you're hearing people talking about, hey, this is going to be a historical defense. I think their corners are great. I think they got Quentin Williams, who's a spectacular football player. Linebacking core is not bad. It's a good football team. I think they could actually be better on defense than offense. But the Jets haven't been to the playoffs in 12 years. Come on now. Come on now. You got to win some ball games here, son. I mean, you got to win some ball games here. I got the Dolphins at seven. I think their old line's good. I'd like to see them pick up in the run game more. Their wide receivers are spectacular. And I'll say this to you about Tua. One thing that I think he is better than Jalen at, he's more accurate. He's more accurate. But he, he's just got to stay healthy. I mean, he's a hit away from retirement. 
Okay. He's just a hit away. I mean, do you really want to put, I could see Kyler Murray down there next year. If this kid gets hurt, he's got to prove he could play. Uh, Tua has always been more accurate. It's always been the fact of staying healthy. Number six, I got the Jags. So let me get this right. Doug Peterson takes over this one of the shittiest football programs coming off one of the shittiest coaching jobs in history with Urban Liar. And they go to the playoffs, win a playoff game, win a division title. And you fired that guy, correct? Is that the guy you fired? So let me ask you this. You really think Nick Sirianni could do what Doug did down at Jacksonville? Really? (laughs) I don't think so. He went to Jacksonville and won a division title in his first year in a place that is not known for winning division titles. Turn Trevor Lawrence's career back around again. Won a playoff game. You think, seriously, you think Sirianni can go down there and do that? Sure you do. Now we're getting into the top five here. I got the Bills fifth. And I do think going all the way down to six, these six teams could win the Super Bowl. I think Sean McDermott taking over the defensive responsibilities is good. I think Vaughn Miller starting out on the pup list is not good. They were a completely different looking football team rushing the passer without him being there. Um, I, I just think Josh Allen's spectacular. And you got to think about it. He doesn't have the weapons that Jalen has. This guy went 13-3 and three last year in the AFC and beat guys like Mahomes and Burrow. I mean, he's beaten them. I mean, this, this, that's a good football. 13-3. and three. Well, I think the Bills struggled a bit last year. You know, they weren't as good. 13-3 and three struggling? 35 touchdowns? He struggled to a 13 and... Boy, he limped his way all the way to a 13-3 and three with only one wide receiver in the offense, and Stephon Diggs. There's only one dude in that offense. There's no running game. He's the running game. Luffy, slander comparing him to Doug? Is it? Is that really slander? He calls it slander. I call it facts. I'll tell you this. I have a different opinion of Andy Reid in Kansas City. And with his job in Kansas City than I did with him in Philadelphia. I thought he was the shitty, shittiest two-minute 
warning guy. I thought he was horrible at clock management going into halves and at the end of games. I didn't think he was very good at it. I watched him in this Super Bowl with Mahomes. That fourth quarter was one of the greatest coaching jobs I've ever seen. That was a spectacular coaching job. Time management was excellent. Play calling was over the top great. Over the top great. Number four, I had the Bengals. Burrow had a good week. I think he's starting week one. They'll need it. Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, it's quite an offense. And they're underrated on defense. They got some pretty good edge rushers. Here's your top three teams. Number three, I got the 49ers here. The reason that the 49ers are third with a really, really good roster, I don't buy Brock Purdy. I'm not going to sit here and talk about Jalen Hurts only having one really good year and then turn around and say, Brock Purdy's a great player having started seven games. That's I mean, (laughs) you can't go there. Hertz has got to do it again. He had one one year and that's it. Would you like Purdy? I love Purdy. Purdy's a great looking guy. Unbelievable looking art. He's played seven games. And plus, is Boza going to be there or not? You got to play Pittsburgh in week one, right? Without Nick Boza? Interesting. Interesting. I got the Eagles number two, and here's why. You haven't done anything to show me you can beat Kansas City. You'll have that opportunity at Arrowhead. But you've played two games in a row against them, and they've beaten you. Until you do something, and it's not going to come from your special teams, um, your defense is you think you don't have the same experience you had a year ago and you lost to a lesser team in the Super Bowl. They don't even have a wide out. I don't even know who their guys are. I have no idea who their wideouts are. None. They got Travis Kelsey and nobody else. And some dude named Pacheco in the backfield. Okay. And you had 22 starters from Game one in that game, and they still beat you. So Chiefs won, Eagles two. Could be a repeat back in the Super Bowl again. All right, let me take a timeout. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show.
Here, imaginations run wild and time stands still. Because here, you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. to have defended my friend Michael Irvin. Has Mike lived a smooth life? No. I've known that guy 40 years. Is it? Can it be that long? What's 1984? Five. What is that? 32? I met him when I was 18 years old. And I've known him all these years. He's called me when things were down. And I've had some direct conversations with him. Um, the NFL network did everything in their power for whatever reason to blackball the guy. And I can't believe Skip Bayless and Fox gave him an opportunity on undisputed good for him. And he's going to try to come on the program and he knows that I'll always support him. Always. Okay. Always. So, I mean, I'm happy. But so the NFL Network, they don't have the backbone to say he's been fired. I don't know why. And he doesn't have the backbone. Um, love Michael Irvin. Dan, please name five good teams in the AFC. 
I just did. Let's see. How far would how far down that list would it be? Well, Luffy, I would say this to you. If the Bengals were in the NFC, they'd be the second best team in the NFC. If the Bills were in the NFC, they'd be the second best team in the NFC. If the Jags were in the NFC, they'd be the second best they'd be the second best team. The Jaguars would be the second best team probably in the NFC. Now what Doug's doing. The Jets would be a top five team for sure. So here are your top five NFC teams with quarterback. The 49ers, the Eagles, the Seahawks with Geno Smith and Dak Prescott and Jared Goff versus Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Aaron Rodgers. Easy. Not that hard. Yeah, that'll be a great NFC Championship game. Jared Goff versus Jalen Hurts. And over on the AFC side, it's Joe Burrow versus Mahomes again or Allen. Come on, dogs. What are you, crazy? Those quarterbacks do more with less. Don't you get it? They don't have to have a Jack team, and they don't. They don't need all that to have great seasons. That division in conference is incredibly difficult to get through. Hey, your legacy is built on what you do in the postseason, for sure. And by the way, Getting to the Super Bowl for Hertz, wonderful. Jimmy Garoppolo got there. Does Trevor Lawrence get to the Super Bowl before Josh Allen? He's got a better coach. He's got a better coach. It's a great question. Does Trevor Lawrence get to a Super Bowl before Josh Allen? He's got more tools, NTN, Calvin Ridley now down there. Defense is coming along. I still think the Jags have to do a little bit more in the O-line. Allen's got that other kid on the other side. What is it, Davis? And then Diggs and nothing. I get the kid Kincaid. Then they get a tight end in the draft. We'll see how he plays. I don't know. Right? But, I mean... Jimmy Garoppolo did not get to a Super Bowl in his second year. <laughs> it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Who's actually got a win against Jalen. And Eagles. Chuck another guy up. I forgot about that. I forgot about that classic win late in the game. Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I, didn't they just draft him? Was that the Utah kid? Right? Then Isn't that the Utah kid they got? Right? The tight end? 
the AFC is easy if you have a defense. Our DC was looking for jobs instead of scheming up. Oh, okay. So your your coordinator looking for homes and the grassy field cost you the Super Bowl, correct? Not Andy Reid and Mahomes. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Wherever you want to go with that, it's fine with me, man. Whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> the field and uh, the house hunting. Okay, maybe so. I don't know. But, okay. Another game that didn't matter, just like them Cowboy games with Prescott, Super Bowl or bust. So are you really taking victory laps on Jalen losing a Super Bowl? Like Donovan McNabb? Jalen actually played great in a loss. Okay. I guess it's how you look at shit. Jimmy G trash and Kyle, I saw that. You just got to get the hell out of there. I did see that. That was pretty classic shit. He goes, Trey Lance has got a great opportunity at doing something, but he's just got to get out of there. I did see that, man. I don't think Jimmy, Jimmy G's not a shit talker. That's that is as much shit talking as you're probably going to see for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jared Goff played great in a loss, too. <laughs> That's right, Jared Goff. I forgot that dude. I forgot about him. Jared Goff, Jimmy G. They got the Super Bowls. Yeah, I get it. I got it. It's all good. Chicken year. Everyone counted Hurts out. Absolutely. Yeah, including you. Now everyone loves the Hurts the Hertz pick. This guy's the greatest. And then when he was picked in the second round years ago, what the hell is he doing? Are you crazy? <laughs> now it's a gold mine. I get it. Hey, don't forget, we're going to be doing some giveaways with Hooters this week, too. Please be prepared for that. We're probably going to do that around Thursday or Friday. So we look forward to that, and we look forward to you. By the way, I think Jimmy Johnson's coming on tomorrow. Had to get through the hurricane down there. Then I believe Jimmy's coming on with us tomorrow. We appreciate everybody. Please hit the like button. Three to six tomorrow. Xander, thank you very much. Big Joey, thank you. And we'll see you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.